Well, well, well. Andy Bush and Richie Firth here. First of all, thank you so much for downloading and have a little listen to this podcast. We appreciate it. Leave us a comment or whatever. Let us know what you think. This is a proper busy show, this one. It is. And I'm going to tell you something right now that has just happened. And then you'll hear what has made that happen Mm -hmm. in the podcast that's coming up. But I have just gone to the toilet and taken something off, which I think has just helped my blood pressure. Now, if that doesn't make you listen to the rest of this podcast, I don't know what will. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. The jam and going underground on Absolute Radio's Home Time. Thursday evening, Andy Bush and Richie Firth. I have a major incident to report to the British Transport Social Police. As you know, uh, Richie and myself set up this task force where uniformed officers that patrol around planes, trains, automobiles, that kind of thing, just making sure that people aren't being annoying. And the British Transport Police do a brilliant job. But they do. We look after the social stuff, and if there's something winding you up, just get in touch if you know where to find us. Uh, now, many times with the British Transport Social Police, we've cautioned people over food-based things. It's mainly food, isn't it? That kind of thing. Uh, this morning, I've got a drink infringement like no other that I'd right. like to report. I kid you not, the bloke directly in front of me on the train into work this morning was drinking directly out of a two-litre bottle of full-fat milk. <laughs> um, but I've, te- I've tried to take a video of him. I couldn't put my camera around the corner because I would get beaten up. But I managed to video him through the reflection of the window. You know, you can, sometimes you can see people down the side. Because I just didn't think anyone would believe me. Best way of doing it, those milk drinkers can be very aggressive. Yeah, you look like he might turn yeah. a little bit as well. A little bit like the milk. <laughs> Um, and he was just, I've just never seen anything like it. Blue top, proper bulbous oh, brass. Oh, wow, so really full-on. Proper full-on. I mean, there's a load of different stuff there. First of all, uh, drinking directly from the carton. Yeah. E- even in your own house, that's a no-no. Yeah. Outside of the house is weird. Uh, secondly, milk as a drink. I it's not... 2018, milk's a mixer. You pour milk on cereal or you do it for baking. You don't have milk as a drink unless you're a lion. I have to be honest with you. I'm conflicted on how I react to this. Really? Yeah, because I think back to our childhoods and the old Accrington Stanley, who yeah. were they, exactly advert yeah, for yeah. the old milk board. And milk was very much a drink then. But I guess the key thing, and this is where the British Transport Social Police come into it, mm-hmm. it's not a drink out of the house, is it? Well, it's certainly not. I mean, is it a drink at all? That's one question. You're absolutely right. Do you then take that drink out and about? Like, for example, one of the most annoying people that you can have in any company are work-based milk drinkers. People who have a pint of milk when you've yep. got a limited supply of uh, milk for your teas and coffees in the yep. office. So I just want to put this point forwards, and this is all of these things go into legislation for the British Transport Social Police. But answer this question. Is milk a legitimate drink and not just a mixer? In 2018, 8, 12, 15 to text the show. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. The Hometime Show on Absolute Radio, Andy Bush and Richie Firth. Hopefully musically warming your cockles on a Thursday night. So the incident desk for the British Transport Social Police. Uh, I saw a bloke in front of me this morning on the train drinking, necking, I'm going to say, a two-litre bottle of full-fat milk. I'm just asking the question, in 2018, is milk still a legitimate Drink out and about. Would you order a pint of milk in a pub? No. No, you wouldn't. cafe? No. 8, 12, 15 to text. Afternoon, chaps. Very rare I say this, but I agree with Richie on this one. Milk is a legitimate drink, but, and here's the ratification, it's definitely an indoor drink. In your own house, I'll I'll, I'll give you that, fine. Yeah. But out and about. The whole, like, white moustache thing because you've had some milk out and about. It's, it's yesterday's news. Definitely. Lee says, I still believe milk can be drunk on its own. I drink it on its own as much as I can. 
says Lee. And Alice, and I love this, and this is a slight warning and a look to the camera to end this piece as we go uh, to some traffic and then more music. Alice says, never trust someone who drinks milk as a drink. Smashing Pumpkins on the way next. to make Christmas special. However you do Christmas, everyone's welcome at Tesco Mobile. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. British Transport Social Police have opened a very contentious case that we need your help on today. Bush has seen some chap necking a two-litre bottle of milk on the train on Full the way fat. in today. Full fat milk. Full fat milk. Never seen anything like it. All of us agreed it's a strange sight. Is it an offence that the Social Transport Police deal with? That's what we're trying to work out. We think there's a bit of a ruling here that milk is not a, uh, an out-in-the-public drink. It's something to be uh, to, to be consumed at home. We're, I think we're agreed on that. Yeah, and I've, you know, maybe you've got someone in your workplace. If you've got a certain amount of milk for the entire office or workplace for making teas and coffees and you've got some joker downstairs having pints of milk, don't you want to have a word with them? 8, 12, 15 on the text. Bush, Richie, come on, guys. May I remind you of the baby Chino, available from most good coffee outlets, added to the menu in recent years. Does this not show the growth of milk as a drink in popular culture? Kudos to the man drinking from his two-litre bottle. He'll have nice strong bones and teeth, says Liam Mitchum. Grown-ups do not drink baby chinos. It's for babies. <laughs> babies drink milk. It's ridiculous. Uh, Anthony, what's your take on this whole milk-drinking thing? Bring on the milk. Just drink, 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 milk, milk, milk. Think of the farmers, think of the calcium, think of the bones. It's good for you. Get and drink it. Wherever you are, drink it. And do you, do you drink milk on the regs, if I can use street slang with you, Anthony? Yeah. I, I, I have my own business in Broadway repairing machines and I uh, have my dinner time break. I have a pint of milk every single day bar Sunday uh, and it's straight from the bottle. I have half a pint of my cornflakes in the morning, half a pound, pint at night. Just drink the milk. It's good for you. Absolutely. Why are you giving milk a swerve on Sunday, dare I ask? Uh, I don't want to become a habit. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Bit of a confession coming up. Uh, it's no secret that I'm tight. I will acknowledge this. My most prized possession is my smart meter. Uh, and as it gets colder, and boy, is it cold today. It is, that isn't it? smart meter, it's... It turns a whirring at quite some pace. So your smart meter, what is that? Is that on your phone or is it like a, a, an actual physical thing in your house? It's a physical you... thing in the house. Okay. When I got it installed, I wanted it put on the mantelpiece in the lounge. My wife told me that was too prominent, yeah. so it's tucked away on the side in the kitchen. Out of but control. But it's, it's showing exactly how much electricity and gas is being consumed in that house and therefore being siphoned straight out of the account into a utilities back pocket. So if someone's drying their hair upstairs, you'll get an amber alert and then you're up there trying to work out what's oh, going on. Oh, when my daughter's having a shower at the weekend, I'll be straight up there saying, OK, I think we've had enough in there now. Thank you very much. Do you know what my dad does? He puts a timer on. You know an egg timer? Great idea. Unbelievable. Great idea. You'd like that. So my latest act is to turn off the radiator in my son's bedroom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds tighter than it's meant to be. My, my elder two are up with us every other weekend. OK. So in between, I'm thinking, why heat an empty room? It's utterly pointless. OK. Then you come to four o'clock this morning uh, when I get banished from the marital bed. It turns out that my snoring last night 
had just reached too much. Gone off the scale. Physically kicked out. So where do I then end up? In my son's bed. It was like the night in a freezer. <laughs> so I've gone back on my ruling. I am now heating an empty room for the next night that my snoring becomes too bad. But here's the thing, right? Yeah. It's a second heating and related thing in 12 hours. I shower this morning, not bath. That's for weirdos. It's not. It's, you've got to get involved. <laughs> but I noticed that the towel rail is cold as well now. I'm thinking, what's going on? So downstairs, I go and get my toolkit. Obviously, the towel rail needs bleeding. Yeah. I love to bleed a radiator. Yeah. I get back upstairs, my wife's now in the bathroom, and informs me that she saw Rocco, my nine-month-old, playing with the radiator the other day. I inspect it. He's turned off the radiator. Oh, man, it's like father like son. <laughs> but he's only nine months old. He's taken like father like son to the nth degree. He's like a chip off the old block back, kid. So he's gone and turned down a radiator. <laughs> yes, he as well. has. It's out of control in I'm your house. so proud. Absolute radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Green Day's Time of Your Life on Absolute Radio's Hometime with Andy Bush and Richie Firth. Time of the Life must be what your family are having with you wandering around after them with your smart meter, Richie. <laughs> checking their consumption. I hate winter. It's awful. <laughs> uh, he's just been in that song, just been explaining to me and producer Adam about the different functions you can have on your smart meter. I've actually... Pounds per minute. I've been trying unsuccessfully to Andy and our producer uh, to convince them one day to run a topic, where do you keep your smart meter? Unbelievable. But no one... <laughs> I'm closing it down. <laughs> no one's agreeing to it, so another day. Well, it's interesting... When you're off ill, about... I'm doing that. It's Well, there you go. You lot, honestly, <laughs> watch out. Send me some Barocca. <laughs> keep me ticking over. Uh, speaking of, like, being... Not, not necessarily being tight, but being over the top about uh, energy wastage, my granddad used to be chief fire officer at Wallasey. Oh, wow. In Merseyside, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So he drilled into my dad this whole thing of every time you leave the house, you have to unplug everything. Yeah. Uh, and then my dad is now the same, and he's done that with us, when we were kids and everything. So I don't know whether it's like a, a, an energy-saving thing. I think if you've got plugs in and on, then that's wasting money. Yeah. But he's a nightmare because they're coming to stay with us this weekend. And right. I guarantee you, do this thing where every time he leaves the house, he'll turn every plug off. <laughs> so you go back in, you put the kettle on, it won't go, and you realise he's unplugged it. And then every single thing you've set to record on Sky won't go either because he's pulled the damn thing out. <laughs> to make Christmas special. However you do Christmas, everyone's welcome at Tesco Mobile. Uh, it's freezing today, isn't it? It's so cold. It's freezing, next-level cold today. I genuinely think it's kind of changed gears. And I, I absolutely hate, hate being cold. I've moaned about it all day long so far, right? And I've heard this rumour, not just for like this winter, but previous winters as well. It's kind of a rumour uh, about a hack that people in the trade use to combat cold. Mm -hmm. Heard it a few times. I've never had the rumour substantiated one way or the other, whether it's true or fake. Mm -hmm. But if it is true, it could be a real game-changer. Up there with having a bath in the morning. A game-changer. <laughs> uh, so I've heard that builders or people in the trade wear tights under their jeans to help give them extra warmth when they're working on, like, a cold building site or whatever. So if you're, like, a plumber or you're an electrician or whatever, pair of, well, what I presume are ladies' tights. So we're, we're, not, we're not talking... Long johns no. or like you know runners leggings. We're talking tights, tights, like you know stocking stockingy tights. Those... As, in, as in tights, as in tights that we... you might ladder, for example. Yeah, and you know, and you think about what that involves. That obviously means the kind of like putting your foot into the end of it. Uh, I've, I've never put a pair of tights on, like Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then you get that weird bit at the top of tights where you look like a minotaur. <laughs> you know, the top bit of tights makes people look like minotaurs. Apparently, this is, I've heard this might be a thing. Apparently, it's insulating, keeps you warm. Yeah. Uh, and, and, like, you think, well, why don't you buy long johns? Why don't you buy, like, runners, you know, leggings or whatever? But apparently, they're really expensive. They're, like, 25 quid. Tights are really cheap, apparently. I've never tried to buy any. <laughs> no, just, just I walked into clear. that. I did walk into yeah. that. But if it's true, I mean, I, honestly, I have moaned so badly today about being cold. I've been freezing. On that train when that fellow was drinking milk, I was just sat behind him shivering. Are you cold right now? I'm cold now, even just thinking about how cold it is outside. Yeah. It's horrible today. It's got the whiff of a cry for help. It is a cry for help. I, I'm just saying, <laughs> if it's if this is like an actual life hack that's going to make you warm and toasty, and no one be any what the wiser because they'd be under your jeans. I'm somewhat startled by, but I have to say, if you're right, if if this is a thing. It's incredible. Yeah, I, I don't know about you, Richie, but I don't want to rule it out. Are you going to rule it out? I'm not ruling it out. I'm not ruling it out, but is it true? Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Yeah, another song that I think got used for Premier League football. I think it was BT Sport. I really? They used Primal Screams Come Together last season. We could do an album of these at the moment. It's It'd mad. be good. Now that's what I call football updates. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute Radio 90s. That's it. It'll be back tomorrow at five. It's Bush and Ritchie. It's home time on Absolute Radio. Uh, trying to address this rumour that surfaces every cold slap, uh, snap. Slap. And now, come on. Steady on. What is, what is going on with you? I, I am, I'm a little bit worried about myself. Uh, it's basically this thing that people in the trade uh, wear tights under their jeans for extra warmth. So whether you're like a, I don't know, a plumber or electrician working on a cold building site, is this true? Uh, let's have a look here. Bush, utter tosh. Been a bricklayer for 20 years. T-shirt, two hoodies and a pair of jeans. All the others are clearly standing still too long. Greg, the log builder in Oswestry, says, yes, guys, some lads do, but the Sparkies wear them all the time. Oh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> I think you'll find that tradesmen who wear tights on building sites are the plumbers, says Mick the Sparky. It's all going on. Trade wars going on again. Let's say hi to Alan. How's it going, Alan? Not too bad, guys. Yourselves? Really good. Good to have you on. What do you want to say about wearing tights underneath clothes to keep warm? Well, it's typically uh, it's one thing that bikers do now and again. Wow. So the bikers with all the levers and all that kind of thing, there might yeah. be a little sneaky pair of tights going on underneath there? Yeah, there are now and again. Yeah, because it's like you guys said before, thermals are quite, you know, quite extensive. So slipping on a pair of tights in the winter... Is nice, there a, and easy, nice and cheap. Is there a particular type or like type of tight that you go for? <laughs> <laughs> what brand are you wearing? You <laughs> ain't, exactly, ain't going to answer that. Uh, Sarah from Felton says, tights under trousers works. My husband wears them fishing. Better than any thermal underwear going. Wow. Mind blown. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. A rumour has been... Well, it's not a rumour, it's... it's, You have heard the tradesmen use tights on sites to aid warmth in these winter months. And it's been so cold, I'm not ruling it out. <laughs> we're not rolling it out. We're not rolling it out. No, no, no. But we're trying to work out whether this is a legitimate 
thing that happens because even from some of the texts and the tweets that we're getting, people are they're, they're, they're kind of very much at odds sort of sharing about it. Yeah, some people are saying, oh, definitely is a thing. Some people are saying, definitely not what you're talking about. We just had a text in from someone in the army saying that it's a regular trick they use in the army as mm. well to keep uh, warm when doing overnight manoeuvres and stuff as well. Concerningly, I've just been handed a little note here from producer Adam saying, Rachel from our office is on the line. Right. It's been interesting. You're right, Rachel. Hi, guys. Good to have you on board. What do you want to say? So, um, I've been listening to you talking about the tights, mm-hmm. and I've just been out shopping in London, and in my bag, on the first floor, I've got four pair of tights, and I think <laughs> we should get you and Richie involved. Wow, so we could actually test this theory. <laughs> yeah, and they're good tights as well. So they what, are what, constitutes, what constitutes good tights, Rachel? What are we talking here? 60 denier or higher, otherwise don't get involved. What, what, uh, I'm sorry, one second, please. A denier, what, what is... Uh, what is uh, this? Uh, what is this? I mean, I don't know the actual technical term, but I'd say it's just thickness. So denier is what you measure tights in? Yeah. It's like, like the Beaufort scale for wind, I know that much. Yes, that's it, but for tights... Yeah, essentially, yeah, and you want 60 or higher, otherwise there's no point even bothering. All right, and you don't mind us borrowing them? Yeah, but you've got to put them back. <laughs> I don't want the used ones. <laughs> Rachel, this is a once-in-a-lifetime offer. Thank I you know, so I much. This, this is not a borrowing. I suggest <laughs> these are ours. <laughs> She's not going to want them back. Richie wants to keep his. <laughs> you know what? Since it's Christmas, he can have them. Oh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Thank you, Rachel. So, what do you reckon? <laughs> Whack a song on, stick them on. I tell you, if it keeps your legs warm, I'll be happy as Larry. I'll give it a try if you will. Here we go. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Home time on a Thursday night. Addy Bush and Ritchie Fur. We've been trying on tights during that song, because apparently if you wear tights under jeans, it can keep your legs warm. That's what they do in the trade. 60 denier. Super soft, opaque. That's what we're wearing. That's I'll our tell brand. you right now, it's a workout. Where are your jeans, but why are you just you're just wearing tights? I've barely got the tights on. I haven't had t- <laughs> I didn't have time to put my jeans back on before Prince finished. Wow. What how do they feel to you, Richie? I've got them on under my jeans at the moment. You know you said on the show a few days ago that you love the feeling of putting your foot into a, a new sock. Yep. Does it not feel like that? I do feel quite warm and silky. Uh at no point did this feel like us putting socks on. <laughs> uh, once it went past the ankle it was feeling a little bit strange. <laughs> and is it making you feel warm though, one way or the other? Uh I feel warm right now, but that's just the workout of trying to <laughs> I think they're a better fit for you than they are me. Okay, that's the diplomatic answer there right for there for you. Do you want know I'm loving these. These are okay. These are making me feel quite warm. I might give this a go. You've on actually the- got your jeans back on over the top. Yeah. Incredible. I've never said this before, but you get your jeans on. Let's do this next bit. Absolute Radio. £50,000 Christmas giveaway. With Tesco Mobile. Right, £50,000. It could be the best Christmas ever. This is so disconcerting. It really is. I'm wearing a lumberjack shirt and tights. Tights. And a pair of Adidas trainers. This is the strangest oh, look ever. I'm going to take a photo. I can just see under the desk. All I can see <laughs> is your legs in tights and trainers and that's it. Oh dear! Absolute Radio and Tesco Mobile are giving. Stop it! Stop it! (laughs) 
They're giving you the chance to win our biggest ever cash prize because however you do Christmas, everyone's welcome at Tesco Mobile. Uh, as well as winning the £50,000, you can have the cash in your bank account by tomorrow at 5pm and you can spend it however you like this weekend. As many tights as money can buy. You don't have to answer any questions. Just get your phone out now and text the word WIN, W-I-N to 812.15. That's the word WIN to 812.15. Best of luck. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you don't have a office party because you are self-employed, Richie and I want to come to your rescue. Uh, we are putting one on our no office office Christmas party and it's going to be at the Trinity Bell, uh, which is in uh, the centre of London. Uh, thank you very much to the good people at Fuller's who are helping us put this on for you on Wednesday the 19th of December. So that is next Wednesday at lunchtime. If you reckon that uh, you qualify to be there. You have no office party because you're just you're just on your tod. You're on your tod. You haven't got an office. Absoluteradio.co.uk/win to enter, uh, which is what Fliss has done. How are you, Fliss? Hi, very good, thank you. Hey, brilliant to have you on the show. Tell everyone a little bit about what you do. Um, well, I've been a freelance hairdresser for about twenty years, so it's been a long time since I've had a, an office party. Um, and for the last four years, I've been doing counselling. Um, with 14 to 24 year olds and just starting up my own practice so again wow. I'll be working on my own so in terms so. of that job I imagine you went from the the you know a big part of being a hairdresser is talking to people and you've probably thrashed yeah. out their problems over the years and you probably <laughs> thought to yourself actually I could probably do this as like a different type of job and that's I imagine that's how you got to counseling right yeah it is yeah um, sort of more targeting at people that really need help um, other than sort of your everyday issues it's nice to that you're doing something and making a difference. Well, Fliss, you definitely need that break over Christmas and we are <laughs> going to have you at our no office, office party. You've got a chair, you've got a seat, you're going to be there. It's wonderful, thank you. I'm going to really enjoy it. <laughs> uh, you'll have a great time, like I said. We did it last year and the people who went have stayed friends and they're still hanging out together, which is the best thing in the world. So it'll be lovely That's to have you at the party, Fliss. It'll be great to come, definitely. Also Thank winning a place tonight. at the table today, uh, Peter. He's a plumber in Guildford. Uh, Heather, who is a, a nanny from New Malden. Uh, Tamlin, a graphic designer in London. And Lisa Marie, a freelance dance instructor from Kingston. It's going to be one hell yeah. of an evening, that's for sure. And if you'd like to go, and we'd love to see you there, just sign up now on our website, absoluteradio.co.uk slash win. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. I, I, I need to let you know what's going on. Uh, Danielle Perry has arrived uh, ahead of her show at seven. I'm a little bit paranoid that my jeans are falling down and she can see my tights. Oh, you still wear your tights on underneath? <laughs> I've, I've still got them on, yeah. I've taken mine off. It's kind of crossed the streams a bit on Twitter now because I can't work out what people are talking about. Uh, Grundale says, try with vodka. Is he still talking about tights or is he mentioning milk from the start of the show? <laughs> it must be. We don't know. Uh, it's been a strange one today. Uh, here in the actual building in the uh, centre of London at the Absolute Radio Studios, uh, we've been uh, operating in reduced circumstances today because the lift has been broken all day. All day long. Uh, but lunchtime, uh, they turned up to uh, start working on the lift. And I have to say, personally, I found it very distracting and fascinating. It's one of those things, right, where it's rare, but mm -hmm. when you walk past a lift that is being uh, maintained or worked upon or maybe someone's been stuck in it and they've got the doors open, I cannot help but look in and just look up at the 
at the massive cables or look down at the box or just I, I just find the innards of that kind of thing it's just it's like catnip it's fascinating I know what you mean it's there's kind of like a, a Wizard of Oz behind the curtain type fascination about it in terms yeah. especially all the cogs and machines it's quite an old fashioned thing still the background of a lift isn't big it big time yeah old gears and all those kind of things but so. if you work as like a lift mechanic you're you're lucky enough to be in one of those jobs where you get to see behind the curtain yeah behind the curtain behind the scenes of stuff maybe exactly you, maybe you do a job where you get to look behind the scenes of something i got a little very lucky tour around a friend of mine's in a uh, play at the moment in the west end here in london yeah and she took us around the backstage bit and uh, just seeing behind the scenes of a set on a in, in a in a theater and you know all these bits that come down behind the curtain that you don't see they're all on ropes above you and these people are in charge of like lowering down the couch and the settee and the lounge bit and then pulling that back up into the sky wow. you don't normally see behind the scenes in that well no you see that is literally behind the curtain but i'd equally say if you worked in a dry cleaners yeah that, that for me you never that you know you you hand over your suit or your dress or whatever you're taking in there to be dry cleaned and then they just disappear and you never ever see the actual dry cleaning machine i don't even know what dry cleaning is what is dry cleaning i don't know what do they do with it you never see it just goes on a rack out of a door and then i don't know don't know how a lift works don't know how a dry cleaners work Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's been a distracting day here at Absolute Radio with the lift out of service and being worked on. Uh, and I can't, I can't stop looking down the shaft. <laughs> that could be the title of your autobiography. <laughs> there's, there's many more before it gets to that. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, do you work in... <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a line oh of work uh, where you, <laughs> you 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 peer behind the curtain and uh, and see what's going on? Let's try. And- <laughs> I'm really sorry. It's really immature. <laughs> Let's try and bring this back. Uh, Eight, twelve, fifteen. Uh, a plane. I'm an engineer for an airline. Says Andy. I, I can't work out whether I'd want to ever go on a plane again if uh, if I knew that an engineer had worked on it. I, I can't work out with it because I'm I've got this strange attraction to um, like going or working in an airport. Because I, I'm, I'm, you know, I've got a bit of a fear of flying, and I always wonder whether working at an airport, you'd see the day-to-dayness of it, and yeah. I'd see all these planes land and take off, land and take off, and that would help. Yeah, maybe. It might Who do. knows? It might do. Might do. Lou says I work in an operating theatre. Does that count as being behind the scenes? I'd say it does. I think it does. Prison Eight, officer, understandably anonymous. That's oh, another yeah. one. Is it true curtain. that the length of the chain is how how high up you are in the prison officer hierarchy? I've heard that rumour. <laughs> the more links to your chain that you've got, the higher up you are. I did not know that. That might be true. Again, up there with tights and builders. We've got Artsy Monkeys next. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. 12 Daves of Christmas, a song that we build each day featuring a different day from around the United Kingdom. We've met Daves far and wide, haven't we, as well? We have indeed. Five brave Daves have continued this song for us so far. Who is going to be the gallant sixth Dave? Who's this? It's Dave from Shrewsbury. Dave from Shrewsbury. How's it going, Dave? Good to have you on board. Are you okay? You having a good day, Dave? Yeah, not bad, not bad. What do you do, Dave? Tell us about yourself. Uh, I, I work uh, in mental health. All Good right. man, you're doing some solid work there. Shrewsbury, a beautiful place. I've been up there and done some uh, stone skimming on the River Severn. Oh, it's lovely, yeah. It's beautiful. Is it all nice outdoorsy? Is that that kind of place, just in the great outdoors, Dave? Yeah, yeah, it's cracking, yeah. Crucial question, what's your singing voice like, Dave? 
Oh, it's bang on. <laughs> it's bang <laughs> if on. If he says so himself. <laughs> uh, do you know many other Daves? Uh, yeah, I know quite a few, Dave. But you're going to be representing the Daves of Shrewsbury right now on this song. So are you ready to be our sixth Dave of Christmas? I am, yeah. Here we go. On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> OK, 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 OK. Hang on a sec. So, um, well, uh, let's try this again, Dave. Um, we, we need you to go, Dave from Shrewsbury. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Getting okay. stick in the car there from other people, are you, Dave? <laughs> and, and let's just say, rightly so. So let's, <laughs> let's go again, Dave. Here we go. On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Dave from Shrewsbury. Dave from Gold. Dave from Dundee. Dave from Droitwood. Dave from Telford. And a day from Hey! <laughs> How bad was he? He was all over the shop, wasn't he? He's still oh, not in tune. Oh, my goodness. I love the fact he was getting stick in the car. <laughs> If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Flush, flush, We're all very um, familiar with the concept of fake news these days. Oh, we are. Um, and uh, many allegations have been put towards certain countries for being the chief spinners of fake news. Yep. I bring you this story, I make no comment. <laughs> <laughs> A high-tech robot shown on Russian state television <laughs> has turned out to be a guy in a suit. Oh, it's no. absolutely incredible. So, here's the story. Uh, Russia 24, which is uh, the state TV channel in Russia, okay. was praising this robot during coverage of a youth forum that was dedicated to robotics, boasting that robot Boris has already learned to dance and he's not that bad. Yeah. Now, another claim about, you know, this 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 fantastic Russian development. People were dubious, looking at the videos, saying, where's Boris's external sensors? Why did the robot make so many <laughs> unnecessary movements while dancing? <laughs> and pertinently, why was the robot the same size as a person? Yeah. <laughs> Photographs, a couple of days on, have shown the robot Lent up against the wall, but with its helmet off, there's a guy inside. There's a little bloke Actually in there. Actually was a guy inside. It was a full-on costume, a £3,000 costume that came uh, equipped with a, a microphone for the bloke to be able to speak yeah. and a tablet display to give you the illusion that stuff oh, was actually no. going on. That's awful. And it got published by the news agency that was founded by, get this, political opponent of Vladimir Putin. Wow. It's just the it, it, the, the length of this fake news is incredible, but it, the, the fact it was about a fake robot, I just love. Just being the bloke inside as well. You know what I mean? What a nightmare. <laughs> the worst thing is, you know, again, another example of how disappointing robots are. Yes. We haven't got anywhere near good robots, 2018. Not at all. Have we at all? And then the whole thing, that ain't uh, like being in, in a robot or, or being part of some kind of fake news war. It's just kind of cosplay. <laughs> If, you have, if you're not actually a robot, it's just kind of cosplay. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie.
It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. There you go. The end of another show. Thank you again to Dave from Shrewsbury. Possibly the most out of tune man I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> out of tune? And what was he doing? He I, don't, I mean, he called us. I know. It was his idea Sorry, to get I'm involved. Sorry, Holly Willoughby there, but he did call us. I just don't understand what happened. I, I was left, you know, at least heartened in some way by the amount of stick he was getting from whoever was in the car Rightly with him. so. Rightly so. Appalled. Thank you so much. Let's end this podcast with, well, I don't know, what should we do? Uh, if only there was a high-grade comedian. Yeah, playing a keyboard or something. It's the podcast has officially come to an end.